Welcome to Inside the Agency. I'm your host, Michelle Govan. I'm your co-host, Nicole Shawcross. Hey, hey, did you miss us? <laughs> I missed you, Michelle. I didn't mean you. I meant the listeners. What? <laughs> I talk to you all day, every day. No. Uh, well, we missed you. No, I miss you all the time, Nicole. I wish mm. you were my, you are my work wife. I don't need a home wife. Yeah. with a work wife. <laughs> I need a home wife. I wouldn't mind a home wife. <laughs> we'll work on that one with you. Thanks. <laughs> so we decided, you know, we've been ranting a little bit an ITA rant, we've decided instead, we're going to give you some inside info. So welcome to Inside the Agency's Inside Info, based on your questions that you've been sending to us. Do I sound like a radio announcer? You certainly do. <laughs> What's on the topic today? Well, I think we should get into when to apply to an agency or make a change. Yes. Do you want to start? Want me to start? When... <laughs> Well, when to apply to an agency, I think it's really important for people to understand um, workloads of the ebbs and flows of the industry. So Christmas is coming up. I've been talking a lot about Christmas recently. U.S. <laughs> Thanksgiving is like coming dying. up. Thanksgiving's coming up. So something for people to know is this is the only time of year, Christmas, mid-December, that agents can actually have a break. Um, so we go really quiet. Um, in December, we get really slow, which is nice. And we can finally actually take a break. So really anyone applying to the agency in December is going to get a big fat no, because we're really not looking for anyone. And because we're basically ready for vacation at that point. Okay. So I'm going to jump in here because I want to talk about in general, mm -hmm. I love our holidays and I'm going to protect this holiday. We are definitely going to have one of those, uh, do not like one of those non-reply emails being like, Hey, you're not going to hear from us for a while, but let's just talk about when to apply to an agency in general, never apply to an agent on a weekend. What is wrong with you people? We are trying to get a break. What are you doing? Applying at midnight. 5 a.m. You may be up, but we don't want to be up. And guess what? Sometimes our notifications are on. So let's just talk about basics. No matter if you're making a change and you're a very strong actor known out there that wants new rep or your developmental actor, guess what? You fall into the same basket of don't fucking apply during weekends and holidays and especially not Thanksgiving, which is coming up for the United States. So definitely pick your time of day and what kind of day to apply to an agent. Because guess what? It puts us in a great mood or a real crap mood. I always find those really bizarre emails that come in at like three or four in the morning, like to apply to the agency. I find those so bizarre. I'm like, really, you're up at four in the morning applying to agencies. <laughs> I want to say like, do you have a drinking problem or do you have insomnia? Which one? No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so look, guys, what we're trying to say is no matter what you're doing, like I said, if you want to make a change or you're a new actor, make sure your package looks great. I mean, package your submission. I'm sure your packages look great. Um, but get your headshot, resume, demo, everything nice and neat. Make sure it looks great. Make sure your IMDb is attached. I helped someone yesterday redo their package that they'd reached out to inside the agency. And I spent probably 20 minutes with them on the phone. And I have to say one, the headshot they picked wasn't showing them well in a good light. 
Their resume uh, looked very busy for someone who didn't have a ton of experience. Their IMDb photos, they were trying to put a plethora of photos up, which maybe only three or four were great and needed. Don't think it's about quantity. It is about quality. So look like a development actor if you are a development actor. Don't try to look over-established when you're new. Now, if you are established, even still, be picky of what you post. It's important what you put on your IMDb. It's important if you have one of those actor websites, what you're putting out there, what demo footage, what scenes, what photos of yourself. So that's kind of spinning off into like what you need to put in the application. But again, watch how you word things to us. Make sure you spell my name right. I've had a lot of typos lately or dear sirs, which I've mentioned is absolutely my least favorite since I am definitely not a man. Um, But yeah, in general, just watch how you submit and what you're submitting with and when. (laughs) <laughs> when we, uh, I find we get bombarded. It's amazing how many, um, how many submissions we get in January. It, you can tell people have made new year's resolutions and they're just like, I need a new agent. So January is another time where we get bombarded with new submissions. So if you're looking for a new agent, I know the time doesn't always help, but just a heads up, Try not to apply during December holidays. And in January, you might get lost in the mix because there's so many submissions coming in. Yeah, my advice to actors is always try to get settled with an agent before the break. So if you can, if you're looking for a new agent right now, definitely push that now because by December 1st, you should be settled somewhere. If you're not, I would tell you to wait till January because what's the point of applying to agencies right before we shut down? It's not exactly the best time to get started with someone. It doesn't create momentum. We can't get you moving. We can't send out your new headshots or your products or anything to casting. So my advice is if you do not get a new agent or make a change by December one, wait till January about 10th, 15th, let the agents come back, get settled in their work and then push. Do not worry. Pilot season is not what it used to be. You don't need to be there first day of January, right? Raring to go. You're nearly not going to miss a hell of a lot unless you're a very established actor. And most of the time pilots cast for two weeks anyways, two to three weeks. So it's not like it's an urgent thing to get in on a roster at that time. You brought up something, Nicole. You brought Mm -hmm. up New Year's resolutions. This is early, but I'm going to bring this up. One of the things I dread, (laughs) let's talk about dread. (laughs) This is is going now a bit of a rant instead of inside info, Um, is that when I go for my beautiful, as we called it in the last podcast, long winter's nap, uh, Christmas, the one thing I dread when I come back to in January is everybody's had a couple weeks to think about everything they want to change. And they want to tell me all on the first day that I open. Guess what? That's not fun for me. That's not welcome back. I want to run screaming. (laughs) We love that everyone has these New Year's resolutions and these goals. We think it is important. And I think you need to do that for yourself personally. Set some goals for the year. I'm a big believer in setting goals. Write them down. Um, But just be mindful because everyone on the rosters generally letting their agent know what they want that year <laughs> all at the same time <laughs> all at the same time and then there's all these new people coming in <laughs> it's like you guys have been sitting on hold you know that phoebe and friends when she's sitting on hold and it's like you're the next caller and she's lingering on for like eight hours and sitting there with all the friends cast around her it's like all of you actors are sitting on hold for two weeks and you're waiting for your moment that you can talk to the agent <laughs> and it's all at once and it's all this energy coming at us and we've just had a little bit of a rest so if you have some goals and you have some, you know, 
things you want to shift and change in the new year, make sure just to be kind to your reps. Do it gently. Make sure not to bombard them the first day they open because guess what? Everybody does. Be that good actor. Give us some space or send us a bottle of wine saying happy new year. Happy New Year. These are my resolutions. <laughs> so you'll need to drink when I give them to you, right? Yeah. I know with us, like our goals are always the same. We're going to shoot for the fucking stars. So unless that is, unless that is going to be different for you, then you less let than, <laughs> we're good. Yeah. So we don't need to do goal meetings. Now I, I understand a lot of actors are coached uh, to do goal meetings for me. Oh, I, I just, I hate them. I hate them. Like Nicole said, I want to just say, Hey, look, my goal is to make you as successful and as happy as possible in your career. So if it's anything less than that, we're good. And the problem is you can't really say, Hey, I just want to make sure I read for at least these three casting directors in the next month. Great. What happens if one of them just took a long break? How are you going to read for them? What happens if one of them is only doing kid shows? Like it does happen. You know, what are you going to now read for an eight-year-old? Like, Let's just be specific here. So just realize I would love it if this business could be structured. It would make things easier. Both me and Nicole are type A. We would love some fucking structure. Guess what? No structure here, baby. None. Get used to it. You we have create to be our okay. own. <laughs> Try and create our own structure. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, so let's just move on. So we want to talk about, yay, you've got this new agent. What is the right way to start on the right foot? And this is, again, actors that have changed agents that are more developed compared to new developing actors. It doesn't matter if you are new or a veteran in the business. If you've made a change of agents or managers, you need to tell them what you want and tell your new reps what didn't work for you before. Cause it's just like any relationship. If you don't deal with your shit from the past one, guess what? You're dragging it into your next one. And that's the last thing you want to do. Be nice about it. Hopefully you're not bitter about it because that <laughs> just is not a good look. So definitely hopefully you're self-reflective enough to identify the things that you were missing from the previous, you know, business relationship and you can kind of be a bit more clear about what you're looking for in this one. No one likes jaded or bitter. Check that at the door. Bitter doesn't work. So let it go. That's right. Um, For us at the agency, when we get new clients, uh, then we take them on, we send them a welcome email. My favorite thing. Welcome. Welcome to the team. It's a huge freaking email, you know, with Contracts, Pavco, uh, all the links for all the websites, for the casting profiles. We need all of your stats. We need your resume, your headshot, your demo. I love, I love, love, love the people that get that to me right away. They change over on the casting sites right away and we can submit them and we can kind of hit the ground running. I hate having to freaking hunt down people to say, hey, can you send us your stats? Hey, can you get set up on the casting workbook profiles or the casting profiles? Hey, can you send me your demo and resume so that we can start submitting you to casting? We shouldn't be hunting you down. We should be being, we should be excited and just freaking out the gate running. This is the thing. If you are slow getting materials to us, you're saying that you're not really ready for this, or you're saying that you're kind of taking a lazy attitude 
to starting with a new agent. If it's a new agent, exactly. They're excited. They're stoked. They want to start and go fast and push you out there. I think we've had clients that we've had auditions the same day or self-tape requests mm-hmm. the same day we've signed them or the next morning. It can happen that fast if you get organized. So please don't delay. Also, when you're setting up your new sites, and I'm talking to those veteran actors out there, you are now in charge of your Actors Access account where agents used to handle everything. Guess what? You have to put up your new reps and take down your old. And if you don't take down your old reps, guess what? They still get notifications. So make sure to clean up your sites, clean up your profiles. When you've signed with a new agent manager, it's like anything it's cleaning house, get rid of the old photos, get rid of the bitterness of anything that happened of the previous relationship and start anew. Start. This includes, this includes IMDB. I think actors are not always on top of their IMDB profiles. So make sure that you're changing and adjusting your representation as well on those sites. Mm -hmm. IMDB is not fun to navigate. I will tell you, it's one of the most frustrating sites out there, but guess what? You got to figure it out because we're not here to carry it. So we check on it and yeah, if you haven't done it, we will eventually do it, but that's not the first thing we should be focused on. So try to take it as part of your starting package with an agency that you need to handle this. And it's part of your job to get it done. Yeah. So be diligent, get your shit done. Something else is just to help ease into the new relationship with your new brand new sparkling agent is um, talk to them about how they like to communicate their preferred method of communication, some of the, what their office hours are, what how they, what behaviors they really value in a client. You know, is it confirming really quickly? Is it making sure they're keeping you up to date on like NA dates or something like that? Um, these are all really great conversations to have with a new agent. And if you are emailing them some questions, try and put it in one email and don't bombard them with 10,000 different emails with resume, headshot, question about CAVCO, question about union. Oh, hey, I was wondering if blah, 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 blah. One hey email. Guys. Yeah, exactly. I have to say, if you're a new client, which we've had a couple lately that have just bombarded our emails, don't do that. You've already set kind of a negative tone with the agent. Needy. Needy. It's a needy tone. (laughs) I say negative because for me, needy equals negative. So don't be needy, (laughs) Nelly. Jesus Christ. Like, seriously, do you need to send us that many fucking emails? Do you know how many emails we're averaging right now? I think it's about 60 to 80 an hour. And I think two of these new clients averaged about two an hour for at least the first two days. And I was just losing my mind. You do not need that much communication. I get it. Your last agent wasn't there for you. Don't keep testing us or your new agent to make sure they're there. It just looks bad. So just like Nicole said, I'm going to take off my rant hat now and go back to info and say, just put it neat and tidy in an email. If you forget, take a beat, write it down a note. Cause guess what? I guarantee you forgot something else, write that down a note and then do one more email again. And again, watch your hours. I was getting them on weekends late at night. I get it. You might be binge watching Netflix till 2am. I'm not, I'm sleeping for four hours a night right now. So like Nicole said, talk to your new agent, find out how they best communicate. Everyone's different. Uh, Find out what they need from you. Everyone's different. Start that new relationship, whether you're development actor or established actor, it doesn't matter. It's a new relationship. It needs to be nurtured and we need all the tools and you to be set up on all the systems to get you going and get you going in the right direction. Yeah. Start off on the good foot. And we love the people that are organized type A. Those people, oh my God. I'm like, 
I get so excited when we get type A people. I adore them so much. It's rare. <laughs> it's rare. I have to tell you, most of you are the creative type and that's okay. Just that's okay. Just make we sure love you to too. At least, yeah. We love you too, but make sure you just get your fucking stats in so we can at least put you on the roster list and get your headshots up. So we or can submit text you. you if you have an audition and you haven't replied to your email yet. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a cell number for you. And by the way, that's another thing. What is up with people submitting to agencies and not including a cell number? Because you don't sometimes afterwards, if you haven't responded to a welcome email, guess what? I can't find you. We sent you auditions. I'm just sending notes through Instagram, Facebook, any which way, because there's not a fucking cell on the bottom of your uh, submission package. It's not hard. Put your cell number down. Some of us are still old school. Make sure to cover that basis. Help us help you. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yes. This info this is, is getting a little ranty. Rant. <laughs> It's information and ranting at the same time. Maybe we need some more wine. I don't know. Okay. So I know we were going to roll this into agents representing across Canada. So why don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not time to tell a story. Maybe we should just jump right into this and I'll come up with a different story. Cause some of my stories are a bit on the dark side. I feel like. Let's keep it light and airy. Trouble. We're supposed mm. to be more light and airy on this one. Maybe we need more alcohol. Maybe tequila is better than wine today. I have tequila. Oh, good for you. Okay. <laughs> it's almost so, done though. Okay, oh, geez. Those actors who are in Canada and do not have papers to the United States, so your focus is on Canada. Let's talk about you first. Right now, Canada is booming, as we know. Doesn't matter where you are in Canada. Of course, the main hubs are Toronto, Vancouver, then comes Montreal, then perhaps Ottawa, then Calgary, and then maybe Manitoba in that order. That's probably the order of busyness, I would say. Uh, the busyness for the business. Um, sorry, I'm trying to make this a little bit more fun. That's good. So <laughs> I have had so many years of co-representing across Canada. That's, a, that's what we're going to get into is, do you need an agent in multiple provinces in Canada? See, my answer is no, but I know some do want this. It is what they feel is right. The reason why my answer is no is because I have established great relationships with casting directors right across Canada. I can talk to any of them at any time and get the client in the room, whether they're here in BC or they're Toronto, they're Ottawa and Calgary, no matter where you are. You could even be in friggin' Saskatchewan for all I care. I can get you seen via any of the casting directors across Canada. I think a lot of This agents, is a good question to ask agents when you're interviewing too. How yes. is their relationships with casting across Canada? It is really important, especially that now that everything is self-tape, even before COVID, we had a ton of people reading all the time across Canada. But now with COVID, people are reading all the time across Canada and it's a norm. Uh, I think the big thing you need to check, like Nicole said, is find out how your agent's relationships are with the other province casting directors and find out if they're comfortable representing you in those areas. So if you're in Toronto, make sure they can cover Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary. Those are the big ones. Uh, if they can't, see if you can find an agent that can. I'll tell you why. What ends up happening is when you get an agent in two provinces in Canada, it turns in e either to a split of 10 and 10% per agent, almost like an agent manager situation, or it goes to a kickback situation where it's a 10 for the primary agent in the province you booked in and 5% kickback to the other agent in the other province and then vice versa. The only issue 
that comes down to the 10 and five. And I know now we're getting numbers. Everybody get ready, put your calculator caps on. Uh, is when you do a 10 and five split, let's say your Vancouver agent's been working really hard for you. You've been getting a ton of appointments. You've even got some bookings and then Toronto gets one appointment for you and you book it and it's a series regular. That Vancouver agent that's just been spending a year or six months working really hard for you barely benefits on that huge potential booking that you just got out of Toronto. So my suggestion is, is if you do really want two agents in Canada, it's best to do a 10 and 10 split. That means you have two people earning fairly and benefiting equally, which will create more of a team environment, but also make sure they like each other. Make sure before you take on that second team member, you get them on the call together. Make sure that you Zoom with them. Make sure they bond because they will be working for you together. That is one of my biggest suggestions. I think that's a good tip in general. You need to disclose to a uh, agent you're interviewing with all of your representation. Even if you happen to get a, you know, if your agent, for example, doesn't do voice or doesn't focus in voice and you've now got a voice agent or you took on a voice agent after you've signed on with the agency, you need to disclose this information to your agent as well as your voice agent. It's very important because we all need to know how we're submitting you. Um, it also helps. We get too. a lot of surprises sometimes, and yeah. <laughs> nobody likes surprises. We don't like surprises. Plus, not those surprises. No, not those surprises. We like things that are like Valentino, flowers, wine, that kind of stuff. That's good chocolate. Yeah, I'll take those surprises. <laughs> yeah, Nicole normally likes diamonds too. She says always. Uh, we haven't got a diamond yet. I'm still waiting for my first diamond. It could even no. be a speck. It could even be tiny. It's okay. Really? Send it over. Yeah, man. Hey, it would still count. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to go back to this Toronto, Vancouver, because that's yes. normally the two that tend to be used as Vancouver, Toronto situation. Now, if you decide that you're happy and you want to move forward and have two agents doing a 10-10 split, keep this in mind. If you are doing well before you take on this 10-10 split and you still do not have US representation, when you are at a place where you are going to bring in someone, where do they go? because this is a thing. Most LA reps will no longer do a seven, seven, seven percent split. And that's what happens when you go from one agent at 15% in Canada, 10% in the States to two agents at 10 and 10, three agents will be seven, seven, seven percent. So it's a 21% hit to the client. So keep in mind, if you do that 10 and 10, you are giving very little space to grow in the United States market. And you'll be very limited to the people that would want to take you on. So it is a very big decision. I want you to think it through. Don't rush it through, especially if you're a loyal type and you will stay on a roster and wait patiently. And that's actually something we should actually spin off and talk about. But Nicole, I want to give an extra point. I do just want to add, just be mindful of who's procuring the work for you. Who's procuring the appointments? Yeah. Who's getting you in the room? And what agent do you see um, producing? It's really important. Like I said, that's why that 5% kickback, 5% kickback can get dangerous because this has happened to me before. I've really worked hard for someone that was across Canada. And by the way, you don't have to be in the province to have that agent working for you. So let's say you find a Vancouver agent you love. We rep people in Toronto. We're not in Toronto. It's okay. We rep, we rep people in Montreal. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you find the right agent for you. Don't think you have to limit the agent to the province you live in. Find a great agent in Canada. And as long as they can do all of Canada, who cares? Just find the right agent. So don't think you're restricted to the jurisdiction. Um, just totally lost my train of thought of where I was going to go. Oh yeah. 
I'm back. My train of thought came back. I had a swig of clearly Canadian. Yes, you can believe it. I bought this tacky old drink that I saw on the shelf today. Hopefully it's not from 1985, but it's absolutely scrumptious and it's very sugary. So if you remember clearly Canadian, no, this is not a plug. (laughs) I'm just having fun. Um, I think the other thing that's, that's very, very important is when you're working within Canada is make sure with loyalty If you are a loyal person, make sure that that agent is working for you and is constantly elevating your career. If you are finding that you are stagnant and not working and you're staying because you're loyal, unfortunately, you're doing a disservice to yourself. So if you've communicated with this agent, whether they're in Toronto, Vancouver, Los Angeles, New York, England, wherever, anywhere in the world, if they are not elevating your career, and you guys have not had a good discussion of why things aren't moving forward. Why stay, you guys? I've had so many conversations with people that have been like, well, I spent three years there. And how many additions did you get? Five. So why would you stay there? I'm not talking about new actors. I'm even talking about established actors. Excuse me, they've been around some of the biggest companies in the world. And they went from reading for huge series to barely moving and being dropped down to a local Lifetime movie. So... If you're not elevating, you're stagnant. Make sure to keep moving forward, but always communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. It's the biggest thing I can tell you. Yeah. Can't blame also, them for something going on. Also, be aware on. what you're going out for. For example, if your Toronto agent is only submitting you or um, sending you tapes for actor roles, and then your Vancouver agent sees more in you and is submitting you for guest stars and getting you in for that, that's something that you should be aware of. Yeah. Um, you know, don't go for less. Like Michelle said, keep moving forward and be aware of that. Look, we all love loyalty. I don't want to say I don't want actors to be loyal. That is the last thing I'm saying. Be loyal if your agent cares and is procuring work for you and good work and work that makes sense and work that keeps increasingly getting better and better for you. If you're with an agent, that doesn't give you a lot of attention. You're barely hearing from them. And I don't mean like you need this check-in every week. I'm talking about, you just don't hear from them for four months, five months, or I've heard of some agencies that hadn't seen someone in person for six years. Like, how is this possible? So I'm amazed by that. When I hear that, I hear we've had people come in and say they, they got, um, interviewed by someone. I don't know if it was on the phone or something. They didn't even meet the agent. And they yeah. took them on. They never even met the agent before. I was, I'm, a, I was amazed by that. Yeah. And watch your zoom calls. I mean, if you can zoom with someone, doesn't matter how great you've heard someone is. And look, I want to touch on something that's a little more sensitive. It does about cross-border rep. I want actors to really focus on waiting for the right U S rep. There are a lot of U S reps that will focus on finding Canadian talent because we're easy targets. And I don't want to say that in a negative way. What I'm trying to say is if it's an established manager or agent that one of your friends is with and they're doing well, or an actor, you know, is with, or an actor you admire is with, that's a different situation. But if it's some Joe Blow or Susan Schmo, I'm just going to rhyme them just for fun. And they, now I sound like they're off Smurfs or something. Um, <laughs> and now I just aged myself Smurfs. That was a cartoon forever ago. Um, If they're just calling you out of the blue and you check their IMDb and not one client that they rep is below 8,000, don't touch them. 
they are only going to pry off your earnings from your Canadian reps because the moment you sign with them, they take 10% out of everything you earn. So just be careful. I'm just saying that's just a quick segue to say, guys, just be weary. It's not important to have a U.S. rep. You are not any less than if you don't have a U.S. rep. And if you're in the States, make sure you have a good U.S. rep. Don't settle for a crap rep because, no, I can't even talk. Don't settle for a shit rep just because you're desperate to get an agent. It's got to be the right one. Yeah, I think it's tough. I know I've seen over the years since I've been with Michelle, it's tough because we've seen clients be with, you know, have us as Canadian representation. I know Michelle has a lot of really great contacts as well in the States. And you just have these U.S. agents, managers sitting back, just collecting money while the Vancouver agent or the Canadian agent is doing all the work. So you're paying out... 10% to that person who's really not doing anything, not generating appointments, not helping with negotiations. So something to be aware of and mindful of when you're bringing on someone onto your team, who's carrying the workload. Exactly. Who's doing the work and who's really got your back. And the old school managers used to basically fluff feathers, read scripts and tell you how great you are. The new age managers should be getting appointments. So keep that in mind. They should be getting you appointments. If they are not getting you appointments, there is a problem. It is time to make a change. Uh, If you ever have questions, of course, you can reach out to us anytime. We're always here to support you. We can keep it very quiet and secretive. We're like your secret agents. Keep in mind. Keep you anonymous. Yeah, man. We got your backs. This is a perfect segue. Yes. (laughs) This is a great little segue. So Speaking about agents, if you're ready to make a change or if you happen to get dropped by an agent, here's some great tips. Dropping never feels good. It feels like you got dumped. I know because we've been dumped. It's not a nice feeling. And sometimes we have to do the dumping. I try to do it as gentle as possible, Um, but it's never easy, right? It's kind of a little heartbreak. So It is because I know... I know it's, it's difficult because we, I think we fall, we fall in love with everyone so much and we just enjoy a lot of people. But I know, I know with Michelle's philosophy, if we're very hard on ourselves, if we're not able to generate them appointments and if someone's becoming stagnant within the roster, we feel like we don't have the same energy behind them. And sometimes by dropping them or letting them go, it helps just bring new energy to them and how get them someone else on their team that can help just give them that boost and that regeneration that they need. So if you do happen to get dropped by an agent, you know, if, if it's for a reason, take some time, think about why did I get dropped? What was working? What was not working? What do I need? And what am I looking for? And hopefully you can have that self-awareness to identify that. But if you have been dropped, please know it's only to help you and it's to perpetuate your career and put you with someone that might be better suited to push you and have that same drive and passion behind you. Yeah. It's, it's look, like I said, it's a hard situation, but what we want you to look at this as it's a new beginning, just like any love breakup that's happened in your life or a friendship breakup that's happened, breakup suck, getting dropped sucks, but we want you to look at it of there is a reason it happened. And hopefully it means you're going to find someone greater and someone stronger that will help you in your career. So please, yes, the initial sting hurts, 
take it in for a sec, feel it, and then let it go and celebrate that it fucking happened. Cause it means you have a window to open or a new window or a new door to walk through, let's say that could really lead you to something beautiful. So yes, in, in all the years that I've had to let clients go, it's always been really hard for me because it kind of feels like a family. And I feel like I'm abandoning family and leaving someone at the side of the road. And, uh, it's purely when I feel like I cannot generate their success. And when I feel like normally I can do it, normally I can, but for some reason, sometimes it's just not there for some reason. I don't know if it's timing. I don't know if it's the chemistry of me and the client. I don't know if it's where their head's at and their mindset, what casting is looking for. Who knows you guys? It's, it could be, it's just like not getting a role. There's a million reasons why it, it could happen, but just know that for us at performers, we do it because we love it's not because we don't. So know that when we let someone go, it's care in hopes that you will find something better, which is hard to top us, I'm going to say, <laughs> but I just mean sometimes the relationship, like Nicole said, sometimes that shift in relationship, that shift in energy can actually unlock a whole new success. So just know it's not necessarily a negative, hold on, it will be okay. And please don't take it personally. Unless you've been a jackass, which you know who you've been because there have <laughs> been some of you, then take it personally. But the rest of you, no, it's all out of love. That's where the self-reflection comes in. If you have been a pain, <laughs> if you've been a pain in the ass and you've just been difficult mm. to work with or you and your agent don't mesh or, or you're clashing in some way, hopefully you can have some time to reflect and identify why didn't that relationship work out? What do I need? What do I need to change? <laughs> and don't take the first agent that jumps, you know, and says, yes, you know, make sure to check out others, especially if you've had this opportunity to make a change. If you're getting numerous responses to your packages that look lovely and aren't dated, right? We're getting the packages, right? Yep. If your packages are stale, guess what? Your other agent probably didn't love that either. So make sure you have new headshots, new footage, demo, all that stuff. Make it all squeaky clean and brand new because that new agent will want to see the great footage. I've had this happen though. I have to say there are clients that I have let go. And then all of a sudden they've got like the most beautiful headshots. And for five years, they wouldn't get new headshots with me and they wouldn't put their demo together. And all of a sudden they have a fancy new demo. If you're not giving an agent tools to work with, and then you give them the, to the next one. That's not fair. What the hell are you doing? Like, Well, they maybe did some self-reflection and realized that they should have listened. <laughs> or someone bonked them on the top of the head and said, what are you doing? Either way, make sure that you're set up properly in a good relationship with your agent, especially since everything is internal right now. What I mean by that is everything is Zoom and on tape and there's not a lot of that personal attention. So just be okay with the fact it's not gonna be a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. I have a great little quote. Ready for it? Ready. Nothing is ever taken away without being replaced with something better. Ooh. I think my favorite quote is every moment is a chance to do something better. Isn't that what it is? Or every moment is a chance to change or turn things around. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I took a moment. Rejection is redirection. Whoop. Did you hear that? I, Nicole, say it again. Rejection is redirection. We almost need it to be like a theme song. We need to like do because Lord knows this industry <laughs> so much fucking rejection. So much rejection. <laughs> oh God. I mean, there are days where I just sit here and go, I don't know. Like, how are we hanging on? A lot of us think we're all addicted to the industry, which I think we are. It's kind of like you get these big highs and big lows and it keeps you on your toes. That rhymes. It's too. a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. 
I don't know about you, but like when I first started with the agency, I think it was funny because Michelle will kind of laugh because I remember you'd submit someone and then you got an audition and I would be so excited. I'd be like, oh my God, we got an audition. This is awesome. So she'd then, actually like stick her arms up in the air, like a yay, like she's on a roller coaster and she's really excited. And I thought someone booked, she goes, we got an audition. I'm like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> that happens quite a few times a day, but that never got old. You don't do that anymore. I'm so used to it now. Now when people pin or, or like get on, put on hold or uh, like, then it gets exciting, but it's, it is, you know, you're on a roller coaster. Someone gets pinned, someone's going to network, you know, it's exciting. And we're just as excited as the client is. So we're just as disappointed when they lose those pins or lose those holes or it goes yeah, a different I think, direction. I think actors are like, oh, agents are always fine because they're always booking something. Hey, no, no. We feel no. all these wins. We feel all these losses. We get just as excited and we are on that fucking roller coaster right next to you. Well, at least we are here at Performers. We have an know. entire team. We've got <laughs> five plus <laughs> roster. So we're dealing with multiple roller coasters a day. <laughs> it's a very emotional it's a very emotional day every day. Uh, Someone asked me today, how was your day fabulous? I'm like, I don't know if I ever get fabulous anymore. I think the best I get is great. And that just means we need a fabulous day, Michelle. We do. It's time. You guys fucking book some series regs. Then it'll be fabulous fucking days. Nicole and I will be buying diamonds, drinking champagne. No. Valentino. Valentino's. <laughs> Nicole just brought up something uh, that I want to touch on. I think a lot of actors are experiencing, like we mentioned in the last podcast, a bit of sadness because of working so hard and not necessarily get the bookings or not necessarily getting the bookings. Let me try pronouncing things. Uh, I want you to not compare yourself to other actors. I know there are actors out there that hear of a friend of a friend that got the role that that person read for, or I've heard that someone, you know, tested up against their buddy who they knew from acting school, who they thought was worse than them. I know of people who have been working for 10 years and an actor came in and took the role that's basically right out of school. Look, it's, it's never about who was better. And I want you to know this. Normally performances are quite close and quite equal in, in their greatness, let's say. Let's talk about your greatness. Uh, it can seriously come down to your height, your eye color. Uh, maybe you look like someone's ex. Unfortunately, that's a shitty one. Maybe um, you're named someone's ex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe you have a really unfortunate name. Um, no, let's hope you don't. But just please do me a big favor. Stay in your lane. Focus on you and focus on the good work you are doing and be proud of that good work. Stop focusing on everyone else around you because all that will do is lead to depression. That will lead to some darkness. And unfortunately that will start spinning into your additions coming up. That energy does sit with you. You need to change your mindset. If you believe that the opportunities are limitless, they are limitless. If you think that there's only one piece of the pie, and someone else who might've got that role got the only piece of the pie available versus knowing that there's pies for everyone. There's always pie. There always is pie. And you know what? If you didn't get that role, that wasn't your piece of pie, but you know what? More pie is coming. So these opportunities are limitless. You need to think that, and you need to have that mindset because if you think that this is the only role for you, you know, it's, it's, then you're going to, you're, putting yourself in a shitty headset and you know what, you're going to agonize over this one thing. And then you're going to realize that it's, it's, um, constricting you. 
Yeah. If you know that there is abundance and that there's there's room for everyone to be at the party versus only room for two people to come in, it's a different mindset. So mindset abundance. And this limitless, is the thing, look, limitless, you, but Lee, exactly. But look, you can have that mindset and still things may not go your way. And I understand it can get frustrating. All I'm trying to tell you is this, the things that you are meant to have in your life will not fucking pass you by. That is point blank. The truth. If mm-hmm. you are meant to get a role, you will get it. If you are meant to lose a role, you will lose it. If you're meant to grow to six feet, four, six foot four, you will. If you're meant to get married one day and have two kids, you will. I know I'm totally straying off from acting. What I'm saying is please stop thinking, you know, the path your life needs to go. Because as we know, sometimes life will shove us in a different direction. So you just have to be really paying attention to what's happening in the moment, be grateful in the moment, do the best work and just hope and have faith. And if it doesn't work out, still have faith. That's it. It. Your shit is coming in. It's not going to miss you. It's your ship or shit. <laughs> Someone is not going to steal your husband that you don't even have yet. I don't have a husband. <laughs> oh, it sounds like bridesmaids. No, it's just... from when Harry met Sally. No. She's like, if you don't get out there now, there's someone else could be married to your hu- your future husband. And she's no, like, I'm thinking about, I don't, I don't, you don't have a husband. Remember in Bridesmaids when she's standing there and she's like, oh, hi, this is my husband. This is, oh, this must be your husband. No, I don't have, oh, let me try that again. This is not your husband. You don't have a husband. <laughs> there's me. Oh, what's the girl from it's Kimmy so- Schmidt? It's her that says that. Yay. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. You're crazy and funny. Um, her. Why don't we finish off with talking about fucking mindset? Cause she's got the best mindset ever. Everything is great. Yeah, exactly. I want great. That's why I'm drinking this really disgusting sweet pop. Cause I've decided that switched because you were loving it in the beginning. (laughs) No, no, I love it. What I'm saying is it's like drinking pure sugar, but that's okay. It is delicious. I'm drinking pure tequila. I'm mixing wine and sugary pop you know, to keep my energy up. Cause I feel like I'd just be flatlining on this podcast and I'd be talking very monotone like this. Well, by the way, actors never, never sound like this. This is not a good acting thing to Hi, do. My name's Hi. Nicole. Yeah. I'm five foot nine. This is my slave. And I live in Vancouver, BC. <laughs> uh, you need to start teaching slate classes. Okay. Why don't <laughs> we not finish to off on, uh, When's a good time to take a holiday? Guess what? Anytime now, because you can self-tape. Woo! Woo! But always tell your agent anyways when you're deciding to go away, because we need to know. Yes. Always. So generally with the business, we find in the springtime, it gets very quiet. So after pilot season, it gets very, in in a perfect world without COVID. This is what the year looks like. So here's how the year usually works without COVID. COVID sucks. COVID Sorry. sucks. <laughs> January to March, April is generally somewhat pilot season. It's freaking busy. Have your self-tape equipment ready to go. In the spring, we get quiet. We very, get very quiet. Very quiet. Very quiet. About the end of nice March. For the agents, because we can kind of take a breather after pilot season. Yeah. We can get, you know, do a lot of like great admin stuff that we've been dying to get done. Um, it picks up a little bit in the summer, September June. starts to ramp up again. <laughs> Cause you're doing pickups for the series. And then December, mid December, it basically goes quiet for three weeks until January again, because Santa is coming. Santa is coming. <laughs> so you better come looking, this year, COVID or no COVID. To take a, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking to take a break or a holiday, generally speaking, springtime is great. 
Christmas is great. But as Michelle was saying right now, as long as you have your self-tape equipment or you can Zoom audition, you can pretty much go anywhere. Yeah. The only thing we want to get everybody to really familiarize themselves with is depending where you're traveling, what the traveling restrictions are, especially if you're on a PR uh, residency. Um, I know that certain countries are being very cautious of letting even people with PRs to get through the borders. So make sure if you do want to do any trips coming up on the holidays that you do your research before. Also prepare to quarantine, even though we should have rapid testing in play in by end of November, hopefully middle of November in, in Vancouver. Um, but, you know, at this point, we have no, we really don't have an idea, guys. We are basically going day by day. Who knows what the holiday season will look like? Who knows what pilot season will look like? And that's why I take advantage of all the opportunities you're given right now. I still think a lot of actors are passing on things they shouldn't be. Uh, I understand if the character doesn't feel like it's in your wheelhouse, you are an actor. Maybe try to act it. Uh, it's very different. Imagine that. <laughs> Woo, such a stretch. Uh, I understand if it's uh, against your morals or it's something you don't believe in. Like right now, they're actually doing Dahmer. If you can believe it, they're looking for Dahmer. So I that if feature film. If you're comfortable with the content as well, that's gonna another get dark. reason. It can yeah. get dark and weird. Nudity, and things like that. Personal experiences, mental personal health. experiences. We're just going to keep doing this. Do we sound yeah. like we're Christian we're, Wig? We're yeah, trying yeah. it. Just keep going. Yeah. Not gonna do it. Get over Not there. Get over there. Uh, <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> okay, so Nicole and I have hit the delirious button. It is past <laughs> hours on a weekday. This is why we sound so tired. But just know that anytime you want to go away, it should be just fine. But check in with your agent and uh, bring your taping equipment. We don't mean like your iPhone. Bring some good shit. The other bring like pack it or order an Amazon one to where you're going. If you don't want to pack it. We have had someone do a callback from a campsite. So you get creative. You're going to be good to go. Campsite yeah. tethered to their cell phone in their car. Mm-hmm. Anything is Hotel possible. Room. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something to be mindful before you start booking things and maybe let your family members know this because we've had a few surprise trips and it falls on a callback date. I'm going to say this specifically for um, commercials be aware of when you're auditioning for something. I think it's really important that you write the dates down in your calendar. I auditioned for this on this day. Callback is this day. Shoots are these days so that you're aware of when those dates are coming up and you're not booking trips or going to be away. So if you've auditioned for something, casting expects you to be available for the callback. They also expect you to be available for the shoot dates. So if you've done a callback, they expect you're going to take the shoot. That's mostly commercial. Obviously film and TV, if the offer sucks, then don't do it. But just so you know, that is something that is happening more and more. You guys, COVID is draining the budgets of these productions. So please be patient. The budgets are on the lower side right now. Even if you're uh, coming back to a series as a reoccurring guest, I'm not talking about series reg. You should be paid a ton of money if you're doing a series reg. Uh, But if you are coming back to a show uh, because you've done a reoccurring principal or a reoccurring guest star, just know that their budgets are very limited at this time. And especially some of the movie of the weeks are trying to do the scale minus 35 plus 50. Uh, it's up to you if you want to pass. I would suggest if you've got nothing else going on and it's a good role, you should do it. Keep yourself moving. Keep yourself relevant. So I want to sign off. But Nicole one has more one more thing she wants to say. I can't wait. I wanted to ask about block shooting because that's something as well to keep in mind for terms. Yeah. This is so, a little, something a little new. 
Oh, block shooting. It used to be less popular. It's becoming very popular. Keep in mind, if you were block shooting, you were paid more depending on the episodes or on your days. We are trying to figure them out. But what the guideline is, is let's say you have three shooting dates booked and you do three episodes within those three shooting days, you get paid those three days. If you do five episodes within three days, I believe you should get the balance of five episodes, but it might be what's greater or what's less depending on the show. So make sure to check in with your agent and definitely check in with a union if your agent isn't aware because block shooting is definitely a very popular thing right now because it allows them to shoot more for less. Yes. So. And it's usually indicated on the breakdown when we send it to you. Something to be aware of when you're. Yes. To- yes. Yeah. So I think it's time to sign off. I hope you got lots of information from and if you have inside any info. other questions, mm-hmm. please email us at insidetheagency.com and check out our website and let us know if you have any questions or additional information that you want from us. We are here for you.